Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Download. Our aim is to reveal from Scripture just how good God really is. Find more of our sermons and other links as well as contact details at our website www.highway.org.za That's H-I-G-H-W-A-Y dot org dot Z-A May this sermon bless you. Enjoy. This evening's talk is going to be on authority. And I just heard what Steve said, and, and that's not part of what I was going to say now. But um, it's hard for the senior pastor, when you're running a church, been there, got the t-shirt, and, you know, to, to be concerned and continually concerned about it. it. It is a concern. But, you know, God is able to supply our needs more than we realize. Amen. And we need to really trust the Lord. So let us just do one little thing. Uh, we're going to have teaching on authority now, but let's just stand as a prophetic statement. And let's take authority over the, the courts of heaven well, that we can take and ask God just to pour out that which is needed. He knows our hearts. He knows we want to touch uh, Pine Town. He knows we want to touch the nations. And you do need money to do it. So let us just do that. Let us just take authority. Father, you are such an amazing God, such an amazing Father. And you see our hearts, you see Steve's heart, you see all the leadership's heart, everybody that's here, everybody that is involved. And Lord, <clears throat> we just thank you for your provision that is here, even now. And we just take authority over every demonic spirit that would stand against your purposes here, Lord, against the purposes of this church, against the purposes of the leadership, against the purposes of every person here. And devil, we bind you. We take authority over you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus Christ. And we command you to be gone. In Jesus' name, you won't interfere with Steve's finances, the leadership's finances, and every person's finance in this church. That you, and we command you now, you will desist this very moment, and we speak destruction, we speak confusion into those ranks right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Getting to the heart of authority is what we're going to speak about. And... Um, I wasn't going to use my glasses, but it looks like I'm going to have to. <laughs> and uh, it starts from in, intrinsic values, values we receive when we allow Jesus Christ to rule supreme in our hearts. And you know, Steve just brought out so much, and if I may use what was preached on Sunday here, about the blood of Jesus, that we, speak, we spoke about the cross. And this time of the year is a time that we actually look at that. And it's the most precious time as Christians. It's, it, it's got to be precious all the time. But it, it is very, very, very important that we grasp that and continually ask the Lord for a new revelation of what he did on the cross for us. Even now as we come together, even as we talk authority, uh, authority is based on the revelation that we have of what was preached on Sunday. 
And, and, and that, what is preached on Sunday, the good news, the gospel has got to get out in all its power. We, you guys, I know that it's in your heart because I've spoken to some of you. You know that the power of God can raise the dead, heal the sick, and cast out demons and do far beyond. That's why I was tempted to do what we did just now. I think it's a good temptation just to remind the devil that he's defeated. He has no right over what we have here. And when you look at the cross and when you look at his blood and when when you look at his body broken, all those concepts we've heard so many times, it mustn't be another religious exercise. It's got to be life. And it comes in the heart. It's a deep-seated thing where this authority comes from. It is so important when you look at the, the uh, messages that we've had already, the teachings we had already, are so important to bolster this authority, to, to give us the security to know who we are in Christ. Who is, who is this God we serve? Who is this Father who sent his Son to die for us and gave us this marvelous, amazing, awesome Holy Spirit for us to move with. And, you know, the passion I have is to push into him and to push into him and to push into him as much as I can. More than anything else in the world, I need him. And so I I hope that I'll be able to transfer something into your hearts regarding that and and to encourage you and to challenge you to seek that. We're going to have a a holiday time now before we get back again. Use this time to go in and to look at your authority, look at your righteousness, look at your justification, look at the cross again, look at all these things, get involved with what the Lord wants for your life. And the calling, your calling is on this earth. The authority which is in your calling as well, it's just so important for you to know that, if I may say so, right in the beginning. That wasn't too difficult, hey? The intrinsic values that you carry are vital here. Authority examples, uh, I could only find a British policeman who was saying, stop. The, all the South African ones had guns and stuff like that, so I thought, you know, this meeting, we need to, <laughs> you know, a guy without a gun... But uh, what I wanted to demonstrate with that is authority that that guy has. Being an ex-policeman, I understand authority. I understood that when I was a policeman, I had the whole of the government that had commissioned me to be a policeman and to deal with crime and to deal with all these things. So you had to know the law. And there were different levels. You know, when you were a constable, you could do this. When you were a section officer, a sergeant, you could do this. When you were inspector, you could do this. And your authority sort of grew with, with the, with your promotion. But the basis to the whole thing, you had to go to police college. You had to go and learn about the law. Where do you find these things in the law so you could deal with it? Now, the only negative, if I may call it a negative, that I found when I went full-time ministry, especially with the kids and everything, I was still a policeman and a sergeant major, you know, the law. And the, the, the grace message, you, you, will, you, you sitting here will not know what the grace message, message has done for me to set me free from the law. And God has redeemed. And that's why whatever we look for, we've got to put on our grace glasses like we're going to do now. And it's not about the law. We can't mix law and grace. We know we've had all those teachings. But we're talking about authority now. We we have an example of a policeman. And I tell you, the amount of times I've stood in the road and said, stop. And, you know, the guy, your guy's coming about 100 kilometers an hour and you're saying stop. But you, you're looking at the side here to see where you're going to jump. And he sees a uniform and he sees police ahead and... <laughs> said, that was close, mate. <laughs> and then the guy gets all stroppy with you. 
And I said, well, that's disturbing the peace. What else do you, can I put on there, sir? You see, you've got to know your authority. It's like now when we stood together and we, we, we gave uh, the devil one up the rimpies, you know. We've we got to know that we have authority to do that. You know, you can't go, oh, well, it's just going to happen. Come on, church. We've got to rise up. And this is why we're doing this teaching, to bolster us, give us the confidence to move in and to do those things. Amen? You're with me there. The policeman commissioned to uphold the law. Okay? And then we have biblical examples. The one I like is Paul with the demons of Acts 13. And that you can go and read Acts 13. They were praying together. And the Holy Spirit came and said, set apart Barnabas and that and that and that. And, and filled them with the Holy Spirit. And it says there, and filled with the Holy Spirit, Paul and them went out. And they preached the gospel. But our Paul had this little uh, uh, youngster coming around and yakking, yakking, yaks every day. And eventually you can see the guy's attitude be like something like mine. I would have done it the first day. Paul was had obviously much more patience than I would have had. And eventually he turned around and he just rebuked the demon in that little girl. Said, out the way. And what a testimony it was to everybody else around there. And that's why we got to deal with the fear and stuff. When we know our authority, we, we, we're not put off by people. We're not put off by the fear of man. We're not put off by all these things in our own thinking. And Steve dealt with your, uh, the own thinking on uh, Sunday. We need to lay that aside and pick up and know what our authority is in Christ and step out into that authority and deal with it. But then we start dealing with it in our own lives. You say, oh, well, is everybody out there? Uh-uh, look at moi. Go and look down there. Every single day, there's little chachas down there that I've got to deal with. Huh? Or don't you have that problem? You do. Thank you. I've got some people identified. But grace makes a way. Suddenly, wow, I've done that wrong. Lord, repentance becomes a lifestyle. You know, so, so many people say, oh, great, I don't have... Yes, you do. As the Holy Spirit touches you, He gives you the authority to deal with that issue, to turn around and go that way. You know? Instead of... Uh, six bottles of wine, I'm down to one, you know, that sort of thing. That was a joke. Sorry, I was, oh, okay. Um, the sons of Skeva in Acts 19, what you see there is the abuse of authority. And I put that in, I just, just to make a comment on that. The abuse of authority. You see these guys, they heard about all the disciples casting out demons and Paul and doing all their thing. And they were going to go and do the same thing, you know, and we're trying to cast out the, the demon uh, through Jesus Christ whom Paul serves or something like that. And the demon said, how's your father? Turn around and gave them a hiding they will never forget. Ripped their clothes off and they ran. I wonder if they became Christians later on. Yeah, we hope so. Don't we? Uh, you know, after getting a hiding like that, they must have gone back and questioned it. But you see what authority? We have authority in the realm that we are living in as Christians. As the church, we have authority. There's an authority here that I don't think all of us together fully comprehend what we can still do for Christ through that authority. And you see, now we're talking about discipleship. We've got to disciple each other. We've got to rub off on each other all these things, all these revelations. It's got to be that deep-seated thing. that, And all the foundation, you know, it's all foundation, putting this foundation, building on this, building it, building it. And I'm finding now, just going back to these things, has been such a blessing. Uh, uh, just to study this all over again and, and look at this again and make it real in my life again. Jesus' high priestly prayer. 
I love this prayer. I've been in it for now, how long? We've been, uh, just about every week on our devotion, I say, come on, let's read this prayer again. Let's read this prayer again. But just the first part. John, after Jesus says this, he looked towards heaven and prayed, Father, Daddy, Abba, eh? there he is. Eh? The hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. And, you know, this is just before the cross. Eh? We know that. And he was, he was speaking to the Father about, about the disciples and about everything. And he goes on and says, For you granted him authority. You granted him authority. And this is where we see the authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Eternal life. He gave authority to give eternal life. And that's why when we receive, when we receive Christ, Eternal life comes in and starts. But we need to realize that. We need to understand that. And that is a teaching of its own. Now this is eternal life. That they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. Knowing the Father through the Son, in the power and direction and the revelation of the Holy Spirit, will enforce or empower you uh, to understand the the. The depth of the authority, if that's the right word I'm looking for. I'm trying to look for a big word, but I'm not. And is that big enough? What would be a nice big, big English word to really emphasize that? But you hear where I'm going. You, know, you sit there. Oh, it's, so, it's so important, this. It's so important in our walk, this, to know who we are all the time. You know, after this, it, it, Jesus, I think I opened that on the Bible, in my Bible, just to, just to read this to you as well. Yet I'm not alone. Sorry, wrong one. Oh yes, it is the right one. I have said these things to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation. And, and, and Steve co- covered that on Sunday in such a nice way. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Then he goes on, when Jesus had spoken these words, you have this. Hey? So he's talking, hey man, just chill out guys, you don't have to panic. Don't panic, mechanic. You know, I'm there for you. Then he starts this amazing prayer to his father. And you see this amazing relationship he has with his father. And that his father has given him authority and given these people into his hands. Wada, wada. It's a whole story, a whole sermon in, in, its own, in, its, in its own right. Right. Authority starts in your heart. And you know me with the old heart. I just go back to the heart all the time. This is where it's happening. It's happening in my heart as he and I have this relationship. Daddy. Going back to daddy. And I've, I've said so many times from the pulpit and from speaking to you guys personally, it starts with that intimate relationship with Abba Father. Daddy. That's where it starts. Every morning. And, and, and I've said to you, Anne and I in our devotions, we do not lose sight of that. Not in any religious way. We've got to be so careful. We want to build an altar when we see something and we feel it is so important. But a, a relationship is beyond that. And we've got to push it. And I'm finding the more I see this relationship and understand this relationship, the more as, uh, the, the presence becomes so real. The authority that is given me sort of starts whelming up, you know, and giving me the confidence and the hope for everything that needs to happen into the future. And it's not about me. It's all about him. It's not about you. It's all about him. Amen. That was free. Authority is built on the intrinsic values, foundation of the complete work of the cross, as we respond to the Father in total trust and faith. Remember, uh, Hebrews eleven six: without faith, it's impossible to please God. 
So by faith, I have all the authority of heaven to carry out all that the Lord has called me to. So your your calling, and every one of us here has called, God has given you the authority to step out like that policeman, but in the spiritual realm and take control and do what you need to do in that realm. Amen? And thereby glorify the Father, just like Jesus prayed. Our last teachings, I mentioned that earlier on, the understanding of the covenants, vital, vital in, in understanding your authority. When you see what, what, what the Lord did and, and that he became uh, that sacrificial lamb for us and his blood was spilled and his body broken. We can't have enough of that. We can't have enough of that revelation. It must permeate through us and it must touch other people around us. We're going to make disciples of nations. We need to take it and transfer it. We're not here to keep it for ourselves, guys. We need to lift it out and lift it out and lift it out in our lifestyle and whatever we do. You see, our vital to our understanding of authority. I think I've, I've emphasized enough. The Lord's calling is your confidence and authority to heal the sick, cast out demons, and raise the dead. Amen? Let me say that again to you. The Lord's calling is your confidence and authority to heal the sick, cast out demons, and raise the dead. Oh, I can see that one. There are a couple of scriptures. Um, no, no, that's on the next one. Luke 9. Now, I don't have to read those. You can go to those yourself just now. But Luke 9 and, and there are other scriptures that speak about that where the Lord gave his disciples authority to cast out demons and, all, and heal the sick and everything. And you have the same authority. It's not Steve. It's not the man at the top here who's got to do all that. It's each and every one of us sitting here right now. Are you going to take a step of faith and use your authority and touch the sick and touch those that need healing on whatever the case may be and rely on the Holy Spirit who's given you the wisdom, the understanding and insight and we're going to learn about those gifts. We're going to learn about that. We're going to re-emphasize those things in our lives. And when you, when you know where your authority is, you have the confidence to walk out in those gifts and allow them to flow through you where you are. Even as you start learning now, the time is to get out and start applying these gifts in your life. How much time have I got? What Adam lost in the garden, Jesus Christ restored on the cross. Now, we've heard that teaching. Steve mentioned it. Okay, All that was lost in the New Testament has been uh, uh, I need to say regathered, but restored. Uh, there's another word that's stronger. And do you have a stronger one for me? I thought I had one there, but it's gone down to cyberspace. <laughs> but everything has been restored. I, I, superseded. Wow. Cool. Yes. Amen. Any other words? The New Testament Greek for exosia, which is... Um, Authority points to a valid inner authority. Now, I come to my earlier on, I said it's about a heart issue that inner authority, that inner feeling of knowing who you are, knowing what you can do and what you can't do. As a policeman, you have parameters in which you, you can work. If you go out of those parameters, you get into error 
And that's what we see in a lot of the police forces now with corruption and taking bribes or whatever the case may be. You can't go out of that. And just like us as Christians, we know the parameters that Jesus has set. And you know, when I get up and people say, well, what, what must I do, you know, for the Lord? I say, you don't do, you don't have to do anything. He's done it all for you. He's given you the authority. I really believe right now as we go on these teachings, the Holy Spirit's whole desire is to break through into your heart and give you that revelation to know who you are and what you need to do and to have the confidence and uh, to stand up and to do it. And the being brave in whatever situation you find yourself in. And this is it. And we got authority to teach. Well, he had the authority to teach, to forgive sins and to cure sickness and to judge. You know, if we go into the judge part, we know there's a denomination out there that still judges and all that sort of thing. But, you know, as leaders, the leaders in the church have, have a position that also they need to make a judgment call on issues there. So he's given us the authority, he's given us the wisdom and the insight and, and the knowledge to do these sort of things. God is the ultimate source of all power. And I think you can all say amen to that. Amen. Okay, It was through the full authority of Christ in heaven and on earth that his disciples were able to teach, heal the sick, cast out evil spirits. Paul also cited the apostolic authority and warned others not to abuse their power. Like I said with the policemen, you cannot go out, if you go out of that parameters, you abuse your powers. We're not here to judge man. We are here to love man. If we start getting into the judgment issues, we start getting into God's parameters, and that's not our business. Our business is to get out and to love and to make disciples of the nations and to teach them to obey, we will see just now. And we mustn't lose sight of that. This must be before us all the time, all the time. And, and again, I must say, not as a religious thing, grace gives us the freedom to be who we need to be. That's the amazing thing about the grace message, the utter freedom I have to be bull brain and not somebody else. Okay? If you all want to be like me, <laughs> Tuffy's mate, <laughs> there's only one bull brain. <laughs> and he's got it all. I mean, when I say got it all, you know, we've all got to live our own lives. We've all got to have our own relationship with the Lord. And we've all got to understand and have this revelation of what the Lord is saying to us. And how are we going to apply those things that he's put deep within our hearts? Because those are the things that enforce uh, his authority in, in our minds that break through into our minds. And say, wow, yes, I'm a child of God. I can do th- all things to Christ who strengthens me. What a, what a, what a, great is he that's within me than he that's in the world. Wow, 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 you know. And that's where we've got to be. And, you know, the whole thing there, uh, healing the sick, casting out evil spirits and all that sort of thing, We've got to all be in that. It's not only Safisa over there in the corner who's smiling at me now with a big smile. Uh, it, it's so contagious. Just don't start laughing. It's a teaching here. <laughs> but, you know, we've got to just get excited and excited about this all the time. Right. Most importantly, it is the power of God acting through the life death and resurrection of Jesus Christ that made possible the ultimate authority over all powers, human and superhuman. Authority over all power. I don't, uh, I must actually, that sounds a bit of a negative statement. We need a fresh revelation of exactly what that means. Hey, the, the, This ultimate authority over all the powers. What powers, Lord? 
And we prayed earlier on. We took authority over those demonic powers that wanted to mess up with our, our finances and want to stop us from being a blessing to the nations. And, and we need to start taking, we need to realize that we are the answer. Corporately, together, we are the answer. We're able to turn this thing around. The ultimate, oh, I know what I wanted to do to you. I wanted to read 1 Corinthians uh, 15.24. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom of God, the Father, after he had destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. He's handed it all over to, to Jesus and destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. Now, somehow, and, and hear me, I, I'm still wrestling with this. Somehow, what happened 2,000 years ago must be an absolute reality right now. Amen? Yeah. It needs to be an absolute reality right now. It's not something that happened 2,000 years ago in God's sight. It happened yesterday, the day before yesterday. Two or three days ago. The blood of the cross is still fresh. They can smell it in heaven. The broken body is still fresh. All that revelation is still fresh. And we need to push in. And we, as we do, we'll sense that authority uh, rising out of it. The revelation of our authority rising out of it and start realizing what we are. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. Has he not put the enemies under his feet? And I sometimes ask myself, well, what are we doing? Don't I have the authority or do I have the authority? And I know I do. But I know that there is a, 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 a walk. We've got to, you know, every day is a walk of faith. And we've got to walk by faith and trust the Lord by faith and enter in. And when these things come, you deal with them, you go for it. And, and Anne and I have just seen remarkable things happen when we deal with the little foxes in our lives. You know, and, and daily taking authority over these things that come your way. None of us are exempt from it. But one thing we do have, we have the presence which makes the difference. Amen? It says that the last enemy to be destroyed is death. But he put everything under his feet. Everything means everything as far as we're concerned. Everything under his feet. Now you've got to deal with that. You've got to find out what that everything is. You've got to say, yes, I believe that and take hold of that. And be able to transfer that to other people. That's why we've been discipled. That we can take this stuff and we can pour it out on other people. And pour it out on other people. That the revelation will just flow. And that uh, the God's glory will be seen through it all. And when he had done this, the son himself will, may, uh, was, will be made subject to him. We put everything under him so that God may be all in all. Amen. Quite a statement that, isn't it? Anyway. Are you happy with that? Right. No bricks coming yet. Ephesians 1.18. Um, that the Lord will open the eyes of our heart. That's how that prayer starts. Uh, I, I want to say something before we read that. Before I read this to you, I, I believe this is one of those vital portions of Scripture that needs to be part of your homework all the time. And to go in and see this to me, this changed me when I went to Richards Bay when we were starting the church there and getting things going. And I said, lie on the couch, 
And I said, pray this prayer, Lord. Where is this power? What are you doing? Open the eyes of my heart. Oh, the eyes of my heart. I didn't even really know what he meant by opening the eyes of my heart. But it's like, it's like, say, Lord, give us a fresh revelation. We're talking authority now. Let's have a fresh revelation, Lord. Release a fresh revelation to us. Let us see all this. And he goes on and he says, he raised, and the whole, so what a, what a, what a, he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly realms. And he's seated. He's not, Bounce up and down. Well, what about these guys? What are they going to do or what are they not going to do? He's not doing that. He is actually seated there and he's quite relaxed because he said he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Now, we need to believe that. We need to stand up in authority and believe these things and not let what the world is doing or what's happening around us, especially now in South Africa, we can so easily give in to the news. Do you want to give in to all the chachas or do you want to give in to the blessings? And you slot into what the Holy Spirit has, and it's a daily blessing. It's a daily uh, 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 intimacy with him, if I may say it like that. And he says here, far above all rule and authority. And I emphasize that because you need to know that, that he's far above all rule and authority. There is nothing on this earth that can, you might go through a hard time and all this sort of thing, but he's still in that position. He hasn't moved from that position. And when we see the New Testament, when Jesus arose from the dead, and he spent some time with his disciples, then he went up into heaven and said, I will not leave you alone. And the same spirit, the same spirit that rose Christ Jesus from the dead, dwells in you. And that spirit will give you life to your mortal, mortal bodies. We know that scripture out of uh, Romans 8. And here, whoo, sorry, I'm pressing buttons that I shouldn't. Uh, over all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that can be invoked. Others have different words for that. Not only in this present age, what we have talked about, Steve talked about the present age and all the problems on Sunday. We need to take note of this. The Holy Spirit's trying to get our attention. He said, come on, man, get away from all that stuff. Let's get into what I have for you. Not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet. They were all under his feet, and he pointed him to be head over everything. Now, he's head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Where is Jesus right now? Thank you. Yeah. Here in your heart. Here in your heart. And we need to realize that that what you're seeing there, that scripture what you're seeing here, he is dwelling in your heart. And when, you, when, when that revelation, when the penny drops, as we used to say, wow. Look at the authority. I have the same authority as Jesus Christ to go out and love the world, preach the gospel, and do all of that. He has given you authority to preach the gospel. Now, let me move on because there's some other things I want to do. The promise. Making disciples of all nations may seem overwhelming. I don't know if you've looked at this. You, you, you go through those nations. You go through the places. You know, we just come from Livingston the other day and flying over Durban and you see the multitudes, multitudes in the Valley of Decision. And, and the, the enormity of this task that is before us sometimes grabs you and you think, oh Lord, rather come back now. But you know, he wants to touch every life. And he's busy doing it. If you open your eyes, you will see movements, uh, Christian movements all over this world in places you could ever, never think of. I was speaking to my friend Donnie from Mullen the other day, and he was up in West Africa. And he, they, they took him 
clandestinely into a nation which I'm not allowed to mention because that's still going on. And 12 ex-mullahs, 12 ex-mullah priests came there to meet with him who'd given their hearts to the Lord and are going from mosque to mosque to mosque to preach the gospel to their people. And I mean, there's story after story after story. Let's look for the good news. Let's see what God is doing. Look at the good news around us. We, we need to touch these people here. Let's start believing for that mighty outpouring where we see instantaneous healing, instantaneous people being set free, and, and all that, and God giving all the glory for what he is doing. I know it's all, all our hearts we want to see that. Amen? Was it just me? Come on, we're going to push in and we're going to do it. Moreover, as we go to make disciples, we can go with confidence and authority. Confidence and authority. Okay? Your relationship with him gives you the confidence and the authority. And we know that, and I covered that. We are assured of our ultimate success because Christ now has all authority and has promised to be with us all the days to the end of the age. He has promised to be with us. So we can't turn around and say, oh, well, I'm all in this all by my lonesome. Look, lonesome me. You know, eating worms in the garden. Oh, look at me. Woe is me and all. Rubbish. 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 Come on. He's with you every step of the way. Eh? Christ himself is a guarantee of success as we abide in him, dependent on his authority and presence. Now, John 15 is the vine. Speaking about the vine, uh, let me read it. Right. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. There's your parameter. Apart from him, you can do nothing. When you rely on your own understanding, when you rely on this and not your heart, you cannot do anything. And I guarantee if you start using your mind and using everything, I'll give it to you in writing, it will not work out. It's through sweat and tears. But when he does it, there's peace, there's rest, there's joy, and there's his flow, flow and his power as he gives us authority to take authority in the situations we find ourselves in. And that's been my testimony of what's happened the last three years. Some of you know it, how the Lord has just done that all the time. As we lean upon him and we lean upon him, Dad, I want you to closer, 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 closer all the time. Hear that small, slow voice. I'm pushing, 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 pushing. I want to hear that small, slow voice wherever I am. That whisper, as somebody put it. That book I recommended two, two three weeks ago about hearing God's voice, I recommend that you pick that up and just pick up the, some of the concepts of hearing his voice. It's so important. And uh, what he says in, in verse 4, Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can be, bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Unless you remain in me. And we are in him. And we, we move in with him. We have our being with him. And we walk with him. And talk with him. And have fun with him. Amen? Jesus gives his church both her main assignment until he returns and the promise upon which her success is guaranteed. You see, the first uh, point I made, the making disciples of all nations may seem overwhelming. But the last point on that one is Jesus gives his church both her main assignment until he returns and the promise on which her success is guaranteed. He's guaranteed our success. 
I'll say it again so I can get at least one amen out of that. I think that deserves an amen. Huh? Don't you? Don't you? Yeah. Our success is guaranteed as we keep our eyes on him, as we allow uh, uh, the eyes of our heart to be enlightened. Now I'm going to give you a scripture that you'll have to learn and learn and learn and learn. Look at me in that tone of voice. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That was his instruction. Well, that's what he said. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey. And you see, I emphasize teaching them to obey. Obedience, in the, as I see it with the grace message, is something you want to do because it's coming up here. And we need to teach people that, that they, they have the freedom now to obey what God says in his word. And what a change will come through that. You see, it's not only what you're reading there. Look into it. Go back to that scripture and say, Holy Spirit, show me what it means to me to go out and do these things. Huh? Everything I've commanded you, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. Amen. Here endeth the first lesson. Okay, can can we just pray a second? I just want to pray that the Lord will just take the principle and just put it into your heart. Then we're going to just break up and do a couple of things. Let us just pray quickly. Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you are here with us. I thank you, Lord, that in our hearts you have all authority. And we open up our hearts to you and we say, come Holy Spirit. This revelation, let us have a fresh view of our authority in you. A fresh view of your, of Jesus that dwells in our hearts. And Holy Spirit, point us to Jesus that we might see Abba Father tonight. Daddy, to take us by the hand and to lead us into paths of righteousness. We will hear that small, small voice saying, this is a way, walk you in it. And help us to arise in the authority that you've placed in our hearts. And we thank you for that now, in Jesus' name. Amen.